In this episode, episode number four, I'm talking about stepping into the uncomfortable when waiting in the still spaces. So please join me for the next 30 minutes or so as I talk about what life has been like transitioning from a place of comfort to one that's not been quite that that uh, simple. And then afterwards, as always, I would love to have you connect, give me feedback, and give me some reviews. Take a look at the show notes for the links to those. Enjoy. Welcome to Life Career Rewritten. My name is Susan Ballou, and I believe that learning from other people's experiences as they have navigated unexpected twists and turns in their life can be a key factor in helping us explore the most healthy and productive ways to reimagine our lives and give us hope during our unexpected twists in the pathway. Join me as I take you on a journey to learn more and maybe even help you give yourself permission to think outside of the box as you move forward. Well, welcome back. This is Susan Ballou with Life Career Rewritten Podcast. On today's episode, episode number four, we're going to be talking about stepping into the uncomfortable and waiting in the still spaces. So I'm talking about my life and journey that I've been on since everything changed when my career changed last fall. And so that's a little bit about what we'll be talking about. So the journey that I found myself on over these last few years, several months, transitioning from what was a really comfortable space to one of stepping out into faith and following the path that God has put me on has been a bit uncomfortable to say the least. Um, I have actually had a job since I was 11, having money coming in on a regular basis. Now, obviously at 11, I didn't have a lot of money coming in, but it was enough that I wanted something and I got to use my money to do it. I um, had a little job where every day after school, I would babysit the neighbor's little boy. And I did that for several years. And then later on, as I got on into high school, continued to work babysitting and I babysat all through college. And then um, once I graduated college and actually got a job as a nurse, then I stopped my babysitting and I transitioned on into working as a nurse. And so I've always had a job that's been part of my comfort zone. So that has definitely been been a, a step in my journey that has not been an easy one for me because I am someone that has always had taken responsibility seriously and the idea of supporting myself and not having to worry about money coming in has always been a big thing. You go back and you, you know, you take a look at why is all that? Why is that important? Well, I think the main thing that that's been important, uh, that is, has made this important is that I think God has put me in a position of getting to the point where I, I realized that everything that he's given me has been from him, first of all. So gratitude for that. And then also the understanding that while he does provide, he does also want us to have faith and to trust in him for that provision, rather than just always assuming that we're going to do it on our own and that, you know, we're we're sufficient without his help. So as a person of faith, that is something that I'm realizing that it's part of the journey that he's wanting me to learn right now. So I've looked back on our life after we got married. Um, 
you know, uh, Wilson and I were always working until he ended up losing his job, I believe in 2007. And even then we had rentals and um, he worked on those as his retirement income up until we sold those off little by little after moving to California um, back in 2010. And then we had the process that I've talked about where we lost um, that money was supposed to be his retirement. We lost it in a, in a bad investment and um, was kind of the beginning of the journey of really starting to, to feel lost and feel like, oh my goodness, what if we don't have enough? But even then, God helped us through that step-by-step. And looking back on it, even though we didn't always have as much as we wanted, we realized that we had enough to get through. And that was also one of the things that when I did find out that I'd lost my job, I believe I shared in in the first podcast, was um, that Hossein really struggled with, was the whole idea of me losing the job and then feeling like God gave him promise that he would take care of me and help me with with all of this. And so that has also been such a blessing. And, you know, when I've hit the times when I've been scared about what am I going to do and where is this going and why am I being asked to do this? I have also understood and recognized that for some reason, this is a journey that God has allowed and that he will help me and that what I need is to follow the step immediately in front of me and not get to worrying about the what ifs. So one of the one of the uh, ways that I'm looking at it and recognizing it is that I, I really resonated with an audio book that I was listening to the other day from one of the authors that I like and I like to listen to inspired by. And she talked about the idea of breaking up with security and how sometimes we have to realize that um just like I said, that life and God are teaching us to choose and understand how to live with what is enough during that period of time. Now, that is not to say that there may not be even more and plenty later, but understanding enough, that is also not saying that, oh my goodness, I need to be stingy and careful and, and oh, I can't spend this and I, I better not do that because what if I don't have enough? And And the whole idea of kind of, over storing and over saving and being sure that, you know, never doing anything that I feel like I should be doing because what if I don't have enough? So that is what some people term as a um, thought of scarcity. And there are people that will even say that when a person has that mentality of scarcity, that it actually leads to poverty because the real riches come from sharing and, and then God blessing when we do share and when we put out there. And so, you know, some people have one thought process, others have the opposite. I feel like for me, what I'm learning is, is how to have that faith, how to not waste money that I maybe don't need to spend, but also how to not be caught up in the um, terror and torture of what if I don't have enough. I'm God's kid. He says, I even supply food for the birds, you know, you're more to me than a bird. So if I am saying that God is not going to supply and I am living my life in a way that makes it, that shows that I don't think that God can supply for me, then I'm not even as good as the birds that are flying around out here and the bunnies that keep attacking my yard. 
So it, it's a good lesson to think of that now live what you say. Now, if I believe, and if I am a Christian, which I am, and I believe the Bible, which I do all throughout it, very, very clearly the thread of you need to have faith. You need to follow. So to me, that doesn't say, oh, I need to be scared. I need to not do anything. I need to be sure that I have stuff saved up for whatever's coming. So that's just my own thing. And and I feel like the lesson that God has been working with me on. Coming up in podcast five, I'm going to be talking more about the scary space that I've been with my finances feeling overwhelming and the lessons that I've learned and having faith in God to help me with those. So that'll be that'll be coming up even more um, in another lesson. And so take a listen to that. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about that I feel like that I feel like one of the stories that God has used to help me with this and to help me have the faith and and remember that he will take care of me is an Old Testament story that's in the Bible about the prophet Elisha and the story of what's called the widow's oil. And so this was a lady who had been, who was a widow of one of the um, priests or prophets, I believe. And she and her son were about to starve to death and she had no money and she wasn't sure what to do. So she went to Elisha and she said, I, you know, God, I need help. And, and you know that my husband was faithful and why is God not helping me? And so Elisha asked her what she had at home and she said she had a little bit of oil. And so he told her to go out and gather all of the containers for oil that she could find, ask her neighbors, borrow from them, get whatever she could and fill the, those oil jars and then sell the oil pay off the debts that she had, and then live on the remain the remaining money. And so she did that. And her son, she had her son bring the containers to the jars for her to fill the oil with. And finally, the last jar, she asked him, she said, I need another jar. And he told her that was, that was it. And so the oil lasted for that entire time. And obviously God created a miracle. She was able to sell that. And then she and her son were able to survive on the proceeds from that. And um, to me, that's a really, if it's a very good picture of what it feels like I've been um, having to do lately is just kind of um, living on what God has given me. And I have, you know, had like a, a little bit of of work coming in through copywriting, and then I've got my um, I teach for university, and that's a part time, and I've had that, and um, and yet I know, and so there's part of me when when things aren't steady like they were when I had my career and had was making really good money, you know, and I'm still just trying to make the the severance that I got still kind of last, and it's like there's been enough. And and um, I'll talk more tomorrow or in the next podcast, whenever you listen to that, about, you know, kind of all of those pieces of having enough and uh, what that has meant and the steps that God has put in front of me to continue on and to get myself into a place where, you know, where I have different skills that that I'm able to to use. But in the meantime, trusting him, not stepping in front of him not saying, well, I'm just going to do it this way. And so here again, faith, 
And uh, faith is not always something that is fun to try to learn. Um, a lot of times faith is learned in the stretching when we're really outside of what is comfortable for us. And so that has definitely been a focus for me. As I've taught, it's been interesting because I've come across different people in my life. And I don't know if it's just that God has brought those people or if there's just more having this happen because of these last few years of not, um, you know, of the economy going the way it's going. But so many people have been in kind of the same situation losing steady income and trying to figure out what they're going to do next. And so that has been um, an interesting place to be. And it certainly helped me understand others and the dilemma that they find themselves in when maybe I would not have understood that so well. One of the, then the next step that, that I talked about is kind of the stepping into the uncomfortable. So kind of moving on from what I was talking about. And that was a decision that I had to make when, um, after I lost my job, even even prior to Hossein passing away, um, when we started when we started hearing that maybe the work wasn't going to go on, then you know I started the process of learning more and getting into the copywriting and what would I do if I needed to start my own business, and then um, once I did lose the job, applying for everything that I could. That I could, and and really not finding anything that was suitable, um, that worked for for my life at the time. And then once I lost Hossein, getting to the point where I realized that I was being called into going on into being um, an entrepreneur rather than going back to what was comfortable for me. So leaving that comfort zone, stepping out, learning new skills, it was really um, overwhelming. Part of the time, and and I've I've learned a lot. And you know, if you've listened to the podcast number three, I talk about some of the lessons that I've learned the hard way. That I'm hoping that I can help other people not have to reinvent their own wheel and make some of the same mistakes that I made. But all of it was learning and has been good for me. And so, what I'm doing next with that, then of course, it's just continuing on to uh, discover what God has in store for me as I move forward, taking the steps that that are there and um, not jumping off the path and going down my own little direction. So speaking of that, then another part of that is I had started questioning, well, should I just go find a job that's like a even a minimum wage job? Um, something that I can find, you know, like if it has low wages to have insurance and, and that type of thing. And I had come to the point where I had decided, well, maybe that really was what I should do. But I just felt like um, a friend that I have met through through one of the coaching classes that I'm in. She is also a person of faith, and and we were talking, and I just felt led to ask her to pray for me about this. And so I I told her, you know, kind of what I was thinking, and she gave me some ideas and some suggestions, and she did pray for me, and um, that evening. I just was such, it was one of those times in life. And and this doesn't always happen for me all of the time, but when it does, it, it is very significant. It was one of those times where I knew that God had an answer for me very clearly. I always like to read in you version, the, it's a Bible app. In addition to having the daily verse, Bible verse, and, you know, being able to choose which, which uh, translation you like to read and stuff. It also has some um, devotional plans, and I usually have several of them going. 
so that I have several to read. And then, you know, there's Bible verses. And I just find that works better for me than sitting down. And I'm not somebody that I have. I'm just trying to focus on reading a whole bunch. I find my mind wandering off and I might get some out of it. But for me, doing that combination, I have found has really worked for me. I know that's not the same for everybody else, but it works for my my brain that likes to hop around. Um, and so what I one of the things that I have started doing in addition to getting up in the morning and having that quiet time in the devotional, I have added a little bit of that in at the evening just to kind of help, you know, as I'm winding down my my day. And so I opened up the devotional that I had in there that I that I had signed up for but hadn't started. And it was uh, the title of it was Sitting in the Still, Seven Days of Waiting Outside of God's Promises. And it was just clear as could be. Um, it talks about trusting promises that you might have received that you've been waiting on. And not jumping ahead. It talks about how if you do jump ahead, then you may end up creating either a mess that you did not intend to or postponing what God had for you. And it was it was such a clear answer to me that I needed to wait and not step ahead and just see what God has. So once again, waiting, not easy. I am definitely the type of person that likes to jump in and then decide later whether or not that was the direction to go. And so learning yet another life lesson and lesson of faith that I feel like God has given me, waiting. So, and in this story, it talks about um, the whole whole story of Abraham and Sarah when they were waiting on their son, Isaac, and then ending up um, having another another child with Ishmael. And um, there's a whole lot to that story, but the the main piece of this was that God had given them a promise where it was taking so long. They decided, well, maybe there was, maybe they needed to take it into their own hands on helping God meet that promise. And so that was the piece of it that's like, okay, there again, you're God. You've given me your promise. I am your child. Now, what are you want, wanting me to learn from that? So that is where I am with that. So now, moving forward, I do want to share some of the steps that I'm taking at this point. By the time that this podcast airs, we will see where I'm at. It's an interesting thing setting up the whole podcast with the system that I'm working with. So you kind of batch them all together. You do, and I'm working on putting several of them together at once rather than like, you know, off and on. Oh, let's do this one, that one. So I came up with a plan and um, some people will batch like five at a time. My voice, since I've moved to Texas and lo and behold, I have allergies in Texas. Who knew? Um, My voice doesn't hold out long enough to be able to do five podcasts at a time. So I'll try to do one or two a day, but I have everything all kind of ready and have a plan. So I have it out on my calendar on on exactly, you know, when my goals are, when I try to get it all in and put together. And currently I have um, I have somebody helping me with all the back end of it. And so we'll see. I may end up, this is probably something that I'll, I may ultimately take over on or 
uh, may continue on with that for a bit. I have to learn a little bit more about that. But so I've been working on the podcasting, getting all of that together. Um, got a great coach who's been helping me kind of figure out all the steps and am I doing this right? And somebody to help me with the design and somebody to help me with posting it. So that's been really cool. It's definitely been fun to learn all of this stuff. And that being said, though, I am always looking for additional topics and guest ideas. And as you can tell already, I have a pretty eclectic thought on topics that go along with hope and faith and, you know, helping a person survive upheaval. So if you've got an idea of something that you think or someone that you think that has done really well or or has some lessons to learn and to hear, um, or you are somebody that would like to be a guest, I am all ears. So do reach out to me and let me know that. Another thing that I'm working on, I had got my copywriting certification, as, as many of you know. And so that's where I can help with like sales marketing and emails and what's called email funnels and website copy, which is the writing part of it and sales letters and stuff like that. Many of you have probably heard of the whole AI that's out there, artificial intelligence, that is probably impacting, you know, that that whole work field. So um, fortunately, I will, you know, see how much for a while that will be something that I can really depend on coming in um, until people get to the point that they realize that maybe having the same thing that a machine or a computer spits out over and over and over that's all the same flavor might not necessarily work. And then, you know, they kind of go back to oh, yeah, maybe we do need humans and computers can't take over all of our lives. So anyway, I have also been working on adding on what's called white paper certification. So I'll be finishing up with that in a couple of weeks. White papers are the papers that are written for business-to-business communication about a business product to another business, less about sales, more about just information. And so that's a certification that I'm working on finishing up. It's been interesting. And then um, the last thing that I'm working on that I'm really excited about that is definitely the doors opened up on, and I'll talk a little bit more about in podcast five, but a little bit of the details on it. For any of you that know me well, you know, the diet is a big topic. And actually in podcast three, I talk about diet and, and, and the importance of not allowing your, uh, you know, comfort eating and things like that to impact your life. Um, and impact your weight and impact your health because you start eating so much food that helps you feel more comfortable initially and then feel terrible. Um, So anyway, I am working on on a program, putting together an online digital training course that goes along with helping people who are struggling the same way that I have. And, you know, helping with some of the lessons I've learned, once again, sharing the research that I've learned and helping people customize a plan that they can not only be successful with, but live with. So that's coming down the road as well. So I've got some interesting things, lots of, lots of um, cool stuff that I've been learning. And, um, you know, we'll just have to see where we go with all of this. So that all being said, I want to just encourage you to take some time out to rest, to relax, to worship, praise, and to really be grateful for what God is helping you through where he has taken you, know that he's got you in the palm of his hand and, uh, you know, moving forward, keeping, if you can, you know, like I, I'm not sponsored by it or anything, but take a look at the 
adding on your own version Bible app if you want. And, and um, it's got information, prayer as well. All of those are good things, especially in the troubling times that we are in right now. So God bless you. Keep you. Tune into podcast number five, where I'm talking about faith in the tough times, moving on just a little bit. Now to reach out with me, you can go to my webpage at https colon forward slash forward slash Susan dash Balu, B-A-L-O-U dot squarespace dot com. Put that link in the bottom, but Squarespace, of course, is S-Q-U-A-R-E-S. There are multiple other ways to connect with me and all of those. I have links on my website for all of those, but I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, email, Twitter, you know, pretty much all the, the social media that is current right now. So reach out to me. Let me know if you would like to be a guest or if you would like to hear a topic. Or if you want to learn more about any of the other topics that I've talked about or just need somebody to reach out to and talk to about having hope and surviving whatever the tough time is that you've been in. Hope you have a great day and I look forward to connecting with you soon. So this is Susan Ballou signing out. Have a good one. It has been great spending time with you today as we have talked about life, career, rewritten. I hope that our topic today helped you on your journey in life and was enjoyable in the process. I look forward to meeting up with you next time. This is Susan Ballou signing off.